Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my own experiences and perspectives and never a substitute for medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of great... Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And just to get it out of the way before I forget, please follow the podcast. And if you can, please, please read a good review or a review that reflects your experience and how much you appreciate the podcast on iTunes because it helps me so much and it helps other people to discover the podcast as well and learn from it. So having said that, today we're going to delve a little bit more into a topic that I see coming up all the time with my clients. It's really one of those topics that are really universal and such a difficult part of life and our own, you know, ascension and development to navigate, and that is changing friendships. And I think that what we're going to discuss today, you can also apply to changing love relationships or family relationships. But this is a process that's really part of life and can be really hard and confronting to navigate. And this is especially because a lot of my clients are women and women in general are a little bit more introspective and a little bit more analytical and very sensitive and the difference between men and women is mainly that men really get very excited about and thrive off of things like different subjects doesn't have to be material things but women are all about relationships and interconnectedness in general not that this is not helpful for you if you're a guy in any way but those are really also the things that we have to keep in mind when we talk about why this is such a confronting, let's say, rite of passage to go through, especially for women, because we're really sensitive. Women pick up on a lot of things that are not explicit, but more implicit, and are also super into development, self-development in general. And if you're here listening to a podcast about shamanism, you're definitely interested in spirituality and growing in that aspect as well. And that is not something that is for everyone. It's also not something, hey, it's 11-11, that you um, can share with everyone in your life because it's not for everyone. Not everyone gets it. Hey, we're now at 3 minutes and 33 seconds. We're flowing, guys. But um, this is something that's, yeah, is relevant to a lot of you, which is why a lot of you on Instagram asked me to talk about this a little bit more from an energetic standpoint, which I'm happy to do because I've also had to go through my fair share of confrontation when it comes to my changing relationships really as an effect of my own changes just as a human being. I'm someone who is always looking to get better and to be better and I lived a very different lifestyle let's say 10-15 years ago than I do now and I know that that goes for a lot of you as well so uh, first of all I want you to really ask yourself when you go into a room of, of people when you step into a party 
sounds very sassy, like step into a party. When you step into a room, are you more energy, let's say, generating or energy neutral or energy depleting? Because people are always one of these three things. So either they really increase the vibe of a room, the frequency, or they just leave it kind of unchanged or they suck energy. And I know that if you're listening, you know someone who is like that and it's not pleasant. But I also want you to ask if maybe you are or have been a person who sucked energy in the past. Because for me, I remember when I was around 15 years ago going through a very deep depression and I was very sick. Um, that's really your whole world. And it can make people very egocentric because then your own pain is like the only thing that exists in the world. So it's kind of like all you can talk about because you can break through that bubble. And every conversation you will have will probably be about, you know, someone trying to help you or motivate you and you kind of expressing where you are. So not to go really dark, but I think we've maybe all been at a point in our lives where we were more energy depleting in our relationships and sucking energy from other people. So I'm just putting that out there to say that I've been there as well and that that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person, but it is not how we want to be because more than anything, it's not really about being selfish or wanting to suck energy from other people. It's just that you are, your behavior is a reflection of your energetic state at that moment, which is sick and unhealed and that is what we want to change so that brings me to the most important point which is that our relationships are always a reflection of our inner state our own energetic state and the state of our energy field now i see people's energy fields every day and i see my own every day i just did a journey for myself where i was just kind of wandering around my energy field purifying it and just checking in with myself so I do whole journeys that are just me checking in with myself, going into all of the corners of my own energetic being, seeing where I'm at, seeing, tapping into my own future. Um, and I love it. It's just the best thing ever. So seeing people's energies and their own energy fields every day and my own, you see how much they change over time. And I especially can see this very clearly with people who I journey for like every couple months and people change very rapidly especially after journeying when you just come into alignment with source and your whole life starts to shift it's very common that my clients within four weeks of their journey have moved to a different state are doing a different job are meeting new people and are really coming into alignment but with that also comes you know, leaving your old people, your old jobs, your old relationships. And really, those are a reflection of your own changing energetic state and your own habits. So people's energy fields change all the time. So whether it's because of what we do in a journey in your energy field, and that then is reflected in your daily life, your physical life, your relationships, which come into alignment, or it's the other way around. So the things that you're doing in your daily life are then reflected in your energy field 
when you go into a journey and say that you've kind of been in a rut or you've been, you know, pulled a little bit deeper into some destructive habits, then we have to go into your energy field and clean it out because it's also gotten a bit messy and chaotic and muddied up. And most of the time when I journey for someone for the first time, they're just so spiritually dirty and their energy field is just full of other people's crap as well. And we do a really big clean out and that is what makes you feel so energized and fresh and pure and just gets everything into flow and flowing organically without you having to work so hard for everything. So it goes both ways. And we are constantly experiencing the space in between the two. So our energy field and our physical life. And we are trying to constantly make it better, right? So this is why these practices, working with consciousness and working with energy, they're such an amazing intervention because you don't have to wait for everything in your physical life to be put into place and to wait for your external circumstances to change for you to be able to change because we go right into your core and change everything there and bring it into alignment, whatever that looks like for you. So when it comes to our relationships and our friendships especially, they give us a lot of security, right? We are human beings. We need each other. We need each other to heal, but also just for our daily like validation in life, people to laugh with, people to share life with. And really life is not worth any experience if it can't be shared with another human. That's really my uh, belief. So then what happens if they change? It first of all can be because of you, because you're changing, which I hope you are, or someone else is. So it always, especially for women, touches on this sore, sore little spot that most women have instilled in them, generationally, always, almost always. It's very rare that I encounter someone in journey for them and they don't have this ancestral trauma, which is the total demotion of women and this inherent worthlessness that we feel a lot of the time. And if you do have this, it's very common, but it can also be healed. And I've definitely healed it in myself. But what that does, that wound always makes you first go to, oh, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Where am I falling short? What did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? Right? You go down that path. So what I really want to stress in this particular episode is okay sometimes it is us right <laughs> especially if you are very new at kind of defending your own boundaries and i see this a lot in people as well where you go from kind of being a people pleaser and someone with no boundaries to someone who is actually learning how to love themselves and then sees that that is not reflected in their environment, obviously, because the people, you know, around the time that they met you, you were an energetic match. And this is probably because you had no boundaries. So you might have had a lot of friends who just like getting your energy, mostly about your friendship and people who cross your boundaries. And then when you go through a process of 
setting that right, those relationships kind of become inert because you are taking away that uh, martyrdom dynamic because you are changing, which means that you might uh, not be able to grow with everyone and not everyone can grow with you. So some relationships get left behind along with your old habits. And I know that a lot of you are kind of my age or a little bit older, a little bit younger. So your friendships could be the friendships that you had in high school or the early years of college, maybe 10, maybe 15 or 20 years ago, where you're just in this space where you probably don't even know who you are, you're thrown in a, in a group together and maybe it's a club or a sorority or a class. And then you kind of trauma bond <laughs> because that phase of life is just very weird. And those are then your friendships. And then 10 years along the line, you're changing. And then so do those. So I just want you to ask, like when you are listening to this podcast because you feel that your relationships aren't what they were. Ask yourself, when did that person come into my life? And who was I then? What was I doing then? Because chances are that you were completely different and the things that you were doing were completely different than you are now. And I hope that that is the case for you over a time span of probably over 10 years or five years or whatever it is in your case. So when you evolve as a person, which is what you're here to do, so I very much hope that you have seen this reflected in your relationships, even though it's not pleasant at first. This shift in your relationships reflects who you are on the inside. So it is so important to be able to flow with that so that you can purify your life and that you can have your relationships evolve to where you are right now because if you're trying to really hold on for dear life and maybe you are making yourself smaller or you're not sharing every part of you with those people you are not allowing yourself to grow and you are actually the one who is weighing yourself down and not that other person so of course we know that people are always in a different space so when your energy field is constantly changing, so is another person's, and they're completely entitled to that. So I think it's also very helpful to remind yourself that you don't owe people anything. Of course, when you're in a friendship, loyalty and trust and integrity for me are so important. And I'm a double Taurus. I am loyal till the bitter end, but I've also been too loyal to my own detriment, where I actually couldn't see that my own boundaries were being crossed all the time because I couldn't feel them. I didn't know where they were. But it's so important to also realize that even if you feel like your friend is in a bad place and they need help or they need to change or they need to come more into alignment or healing because maybe you're look at them and seeing like, oh, I wish you would stop doing that or change that because then our friendship could grow and we could grow together. That's really not your place and they don't owe you anything either. 
So even though sometimes we wish that someone would change, it's just not our place because as much as we want to uphold our own sovereignty and we need to establish that in life and that is what our whole 20s, I think, are very much about. Although some of us have a very strong inherent sovereignty and some people learn it, establish it very late in life and a lot of us never, especially in previous generations, we cannot be sovereign without respecting other people's sovereignty too, which means that we don't cross their boundaries by asking them to change. And also just save your energy because it doesn't work and it's not respectful. You can't be sovereign if you are not at the same time respecting other people's sovereignty. Even if you think that in some cases you know better or you have been where they are now and you just want to help them, sovereignty energy is always in this figure eight in a flow, which means that when we heal our throat chakra, our self-expression, we stand up for our boundaries, we're authentic. It also means that you become a better listener to other people, for example. So energy always goes both ways and so does sovereignty. So you want to be someone who changes in life and that just means that your relationships will also change and it's so rare when you're able to grow with someone and I also am very blessed to have friends that I've known since I was really young and I still talk to all the time, even though I'm on the other side of the world and they are truly like family to me. And that is so rare. So be really grateful and appreciative of the people that you are able to grow with, but also don't take for granted that that may change in the future. And with some of these friends, we've also had phases where we were both kind of growing in different directions, but we found our way back to each other. So also remember that even if you are losing touch with someone, it doesn't mean that you won't find your way back to each other in the future. And ultimately, as scary as that can seem, you are here to be the best version of yourself and to be a fully autonomous, sovereign individual and to shine out who you really are, to find your purpose and to really create relationships that reflect that and where you can truly appreciate other people for their own unique qualities. And this is something that you not only have to work for and be prepared to let go of other things for, but it's also something that you really deserve and that is really possible, even if you're in that weird in-between stage. And I've definitely been that person where I, you know, I moved away. I knew when I moved away that I was signing up for my friendships, my really amazing friendships that are so important to me for them to change. I knew that that was going to happen, but I just knew that my own calling to do what I feel is my purpose and my life and fulfilling my greatest potential and doing what my soul was telling me was right was worth more than holding on to what was giving me security. And yes, my friendships did absolutely change. And it's not only inevitable because I live on the other side of the world in a different time zone, but I also completely changed my work, 
and I'm constantly evolving, so are they, and it's just harder to keep in touch with everyone when you're not seeing each other all the time. Then there's also, you know, the penny and lockdowns and everyone is going through their own stuff. But I have wholeheartedly chosen to be here. And that also came with a lot of acceptance and a little bit of grief and letting go of what my past life was, even though that was a reflection of someone I, thank God, <laughs> no longer am. And I am just so grateful for the people that I've been able to grow with. And only when I was really at a point where I could fully accept and let go and just let that flow, I just called into my life the most amazing friends where I am now, who I feel like I've known forever and have such a deep soul connection with. And that only happened very easy, very quickly and organically, literally a day after I fully decided to let go of what no longer was. And this very much holds up for love relationships as well. So if you find yourself going through a tough breakup, really think about what you want to call in, what kind of person, their qualities get super specific. Because when you get specific and really clear and you don't want to settle or compromise on that, it's so much easier for the universe to meet you um, at your requirements, your wishes. And when you put it out there, it'll always be granted, but only if you are able to fully let go of everything that doesn't represent that. So the higher you place your own standards and the more that you prioritize, and this is not the same as being selfish and just choosing to be a loner because you think people are shit and not good enough. No, when you really prioritize you being in alignment with yourself, and being the best version of you that you can be, it also means that you can give so much more value to the people around you and you're just able to shine out just who you really are. And when you don't compromise on that, then you just create a clean energetic slate for the universe to meet you and bring that into your life. And it does require a lot of courage and willingness to let go and it can be also humbling sometimes but that is really important and you want to be again someone who changes so you also should want to be someone who can accept your relationships changing and rather be someone who thinks consciously about this and takes control of that as well because we don't need to wait for our life to change and to be reactive and for other people to make decisions for us. Some people outgrow us as well, which is fine. Just take control energetically of where you wanna be always and keep that vision really close. Tap into it energetically through journeying, call that energy into your life completely and create an opening for it. And it can happen in an instance. So I wanna leave you with that. And as usual, thank you for being here and I will see you on the next episode.